Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the Those Things Shouldn't Do That edition. Oh, no. (laughs) We're going to talk about butts again, aren't we? (laughs) It's butt adjacent. I knew it! (laughs) It's butt adjacent. I knew it! I knew it. Today, in between E059, the exploding pants epidemic of the 1930s. And elephants caught smoking. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are they smoking? Ah, that's a good question. Are they stressed? <laughs> you know, yeah. Keep that in mind. Really? Yeah. Did I call that? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away. But you know, uh, I'm smarter than a lot of people think. You're amazing. I have intuition, and my intuition is telling me these elephants are a little stressed. They are a little stressed. Okay. Yeah. Let's circle back to that. Put a pin in it. Um, what? And hopefully, one of us remembers. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so. Let's be honest. We need to start bringing post its. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't need no stinking post its. No, taking notes. What? Ew. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with uh, oh, the always ready Marissa Riley. I am so ready and here for this and yeah i really i'm i was confident it was butts but exploding pants very close right very so close. close so close oh uh if this is your first time listening welcome to the flock welcome <laughs> dr riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time just like you it's so. true i had no idea what we were talking about but um Knowing, well, that's interesting, um, there's usually a 50 to 90% chance <laughs> that we are talking about butts or something that comes out of them. Yes, or sometimes in them. Or stuck. Or in them. Something that goes in them. And today it sounds like we're talking about something that's on them. Yes. So I was right. Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. You were, you're always right. I am. <laughs> so, uh, should we begin? We should. Uh, let's begin by heading back in time when the worldwide economy was in shambles, unemployment was staggering, and homeowners and renters alike were staring down the barrel of eviction. So all the time. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about 2021 or 2020. I'm talking about the 1930s. Oh. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so... Uh, And we're in one of the most magical places on Earth, an island country floating out there in the southwestern Pacific Ocean. You may have heard about it, New Zealand. Yes! The Shire! (laughs) The, uh, who lives there? The Hobbits! Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's all I know about it. That's all I know about it. It's beautiful and the Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's two. That's great. That's two whole Uh, things. For my fellow geographically challenged Americans, don't worry if you're not exactly sure where New Zealand is among that vast, vast expanse that is the Pacific. All you have to do is point to Australia. All right. (laughs) Now move your finger down and to the right. Okay. About 2,500 miles. That's a lot. Yes. And here we are in Maori country. Oh. Now. Maori. Yes. Even though New Zealand is fucking magical and painfully beautiful, it could not escape the devastation that was the Great Depression. Yeah. In fact, it was more vulnerable than most countries because at the time, quote, it depended on Britain buying its agricultural exports. Work relief schemes were the only government support in these tough economic times, and relief scheme work had to be rationed because such large numbers of people applied. 
Sounds complicated. Yeah. It was often demoralizing, and some schemes were dubbed slave camps. No. Yeah. Many New Zealanders were forced to rely on charity in the absence of adequate government support, and the limits of, and the limits of private support were severely tested by the numbers in need. No. Accepting charity was too humiliating for some who looked for other inventive ways to get by. Okay. Do-it-yourselfers made or recycled anything they could, created backyard vegetable patches, or hunted and fished. End quote. From the Museum of New Zealand, uh, the website tipapagovt.nz. Amazing. Also, uh, uh, amazing that they were being inventive and recycling and trying their best. The circumstances suck hard, Suck so hard. Suck so hard. Yeah. Indeed, countless families trekked into the New Zealand wilderness, opting to make it on their own by living off the land and embraced farming. Okay. Especially dairy farming as a way to eat and possibly make a buck. Yeah. It was in this decade, according to James Watson, senior lecturer and head of school in the School of History, Philosophy and Politics at Massey University in New Zealand, so, things are so long. So Titles, long. Jesus Christ. Shorten it. Uh, so. Be like share. One word. <laughs> right. Four Come on. letters. Come on, James. So <laughs> it was in this decade that the number of dairy farms exploded. Oh. And so did, apparently, pants across the nation. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, no. Now, Dr. Marissa, if you will... Please read to us an excerpt from the from an article written back in April of 1933 from the New Zealand newspaper, The Evening Post. Do tell us what's been happening. I'm really excited. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, from the article, Trousers Explode, Not Their Fault. Quote. <laughs> sorry, I'm already in love with it. Quote. Not long ago, in a country township, a man's... A man's Trousers exploded with a loud report. Fortunately, the owner was not in them at the time. He was, however, in the same room, and although dazed by the force of the explosion, he was able to seize the garment which was hanging before the fire and hurl it uh, out onto the grass outside. There, the trousers smoldered with a series of minor detonations. And, quote, this was n- not the exploding I thought it was going to be. Oh, what'd you think? I thought you meant, like, they were eating so much more dairy. Oh. <laughs> They're all lactose intolerant. <laughs> They're all lactose intolerant, so they were all just letting them rip because they couldn't help it. You know, I I got it really wrong. No. I thought this was going to be a farting thing. A shitting, a shitting a, explosion? A, yeah. I messed up. A shitting up. epidemic? Yes. No, you did not really mess up. That's really what I thought this it was. Is, this is. <laughs> I bet that was happening too. They just didn't write about it because they were so embarrassed. Oh my God. End of podcast. Thank you for listening. Oh, man. I'm going to do Just some kidding. research about shitting epidemics. Please do. I would love But that. no, this is some literal explosions. Well, how? Literal fucking explosions. Why? Yes, my friends, the pants weren't at fault at all. The cause of spontaneous combustion... Combu- <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing. It's okay. <laughs> Farting is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, the cause of spontaneous combustions from coast to coast was due to a comedy of errors, actually. Mm. 
Let's meet our first accidental culprit. Dr. Marissa, what do you see in the photo before you? And of course, all photos we talk about today will be on our Instagram, Twitter, social media. So please come on by and have a gander. Uh, Dr. Marissa, what do you see before you in this photo? I see a bunch of yellow flowers. Yep. And is that a little bumblebee? It's a little bumblebee. And I okay, so imagine yellow flowers up close and a bumblebee. Yeah. On one of them. Beautiful color. Yeah. Gorgeous golden. Classic, very stock image photo esque. Yeah. yeah done. Yeah. This delicate golden flower resembling a, a charming daisy, I yeah. would say. Oh yeah. Is actually a plant so poisonous it can take down large beasts. What? Like horses and cattle. No. Yeah. According to iflscience.com, quote, the weed causes all sorts of problems to livestock who ingest it, damaging their liver and making them susceptible to everything from diarrhea to colic to sunburn, blindness, and death. That is End quote. so many things. <laughs> it is so many That's things. so many problems. That's where the poop is. is I, that- <laughs> I got it. That's, this, they're the ones who are they're the, they're the ones pooping. I see Uh, It's so hated by farmers and ranchers alike, the plant goes by many telling names. Uh, The ragwort, common ragwort, stinking willy, (laughs) tansy ragwort, stinking nanny ninny willy, staggerwort, dog standard, cankerwort, and and finally, because I'm tired, stammerwort. (laughs) What? A lot of wart. A lot of warts. Yeah. Okay. So, sure. It's hated by just about everyone. Me included. <laughs> Except bees and other pollinators. Oh. So, for example, uh, from the plant's wiki, quote, In the United Kingdom, where the plant is native, ragwort provides a home and food source to at least 77 species. Good Se- for them. Yes. <laughs> Se- Good for them. 77 insect species, sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, 30 invertebrate species use ragwort exclusively as their food source, and there are another 22 species where, where ragwort forms a significant part of their diet. Oh. English nature identifies a further 117 species that uses ragwort as a nectar so- source whilst traveling between feeding and breeding sites. Hmm. These consist mainly of solitary bees, hoverflies, moths, and butterflies, such as the small copper butterfly, oh, end quote. Lovely. So lovely. But I know what you're thinking. Yes. Why am I talking about a plant from the UK? Yeah, why? So, good news. The plant that could wipe out cattle? Uh-huh. Uh, well, it was introduced to New Zealand in the 1800s. <gasps> Fuck me. <laughs> and, and as with many invasive species, it ran fucking wild throughout the new country unchecked. Of of course it did. Yeah. Of course it did. Now, I can't find why exactly someone would bring a poisonous plant to another country. Yeah, why? But I'm assuming, like most plant stories, the reason was for ornamental purposes, probably. Oh, someone made a little flower Someone crown. made a... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> someone was having a little midsomar. Yeah, exactly. And ruined a country! <laughs> that's right. Yeah, maybe they wanted to raise bees, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. No, can't look it up. So... Yeah. Long story short, this plant was in the way of desperate farmers who wanted to set up their dairy farms fast. Yeah, it's urgent. Yeah. So, Dr. Marissa, what did the New Zealand government at the time recommend their struggling citizens use to eradicate it? Oh, okay. All right. From iflscience.com, a solution to the ragwort was sodium chlorate, a chemical that, whilst effective at removing ragwort, 
came uh, with some unfortunate side effects. The chemical, <laughs> great. The chemical uh, was recommended by the Department of Agriculture and was quickly taken up as a solution by the farmers who trusted their advice. The problem was the chemical is highly volatile and needed uh, protective clothing, a message that didn't spread as fast as this chemical will kill the ragwort. Mm -hmm. And quote, um, <laughs> I got yeah. it. Ah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> uh, this is a mess. This is a mess. So in, in summation, mm. this is a mess. Total fucking mess. Ugh. Yes, my friends, the Department of Agriculture suggested a substance that was volatile. Great. But that word doesn't clarify the extent of it. Oh, um, no. to help so to help explain why this is a death trap, what better way to break it down but an old-timey newspaper language? I love it. Let's head on back to the Evening Post and back to that beloved article. Yes. Quote, this strange behavior regarding the explosions we brought up before right. was due to the fact that the trousers owner had been spraying sodium chlorate on ragwort and incidentally sprayed some on himself. Totally natural. Mm -hmm. Clothing and other burnable substances become highly inflammable when they absorb sodium chlorate. Oh, fuck. When the clothes take the spray, the water evaporates Rapidly, leaving the chlorate distributed through the fibers of the cloth. Right. There is nothing visible to warn the owner that the affected portion of the dried-out clothing may catch fire or even explode by coming near a fire or by friction. Oh. Yeah. Even sun heat can cause ignition or explosion of clothes affected by sodium chlorate. There have, there have been at least two deaths from such a cause. Oh. End quote. My God. Yeah. Death by fire pants. Yeah. This is so shitty. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. Like, dare I say it, this is more embarrassing than shitting your pants. <laughs> this is... Could you imagine if you did fart and the friction was so intense that your pants caught fire? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. My head just exploded like this guy's... <laughs> farty pants oh my god do you think it happened i think it did absolutely absolutely i if you're doing the hard labor everyone accidentally poops when you're lifting something of course and they're all <laughs> eating dairy farts and I accidentally poops i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> accidentally, accidentally farts. well some people yeah. i mean if they're i mean if they're chugging this much you know milk and cheese and stuff they, they're sharding all over the place, exploding, igniting their pants. What a disaster. Yeah. It, if people weren't dying, it would be really funny. I, you know what? It is. I'm sorry. Oh, I, my, my heart goes out to the families. Um, oh, my God. Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. So, uh, just imagine, my friends, you're toiling in the fields, like we said, for... <laughs> for hours under the hot New Zealand sun and suddenly you combust. Oops. Now, good news. Rolling in the grass or wrapping or patting yourself to cut off the oxygen supply to smother the flames won't help. Great. <laughs> so, for you see, sodium chlorate is 45% oxygen, basically fueling itself. Oh my god. Yeah. So, your best bet is, you guessed it, it's to strip naked and run. Seriously. I mean, I honestly would have done that anyway, so good to know. Yeah, seriously, the paper's advice, other than to avoid its use, is to wear baggy clothing you can pull off since, quote, combustion of the chlorate-saturated portion is so nearly instantaneous that there is no time for preven preventative measures once the fire is started. 
I like how the solution is wear clothes that you can rip off faster instead of ban the chemical and find an alternative that doesn't explode people. Yes. So, (laughs) so honestly, I know what else you're thinking. What did the farmers do? Was anyone held accountable for their poor advice or at least for their poor communication management? Of course not. Of course not. They never are. No. Even though one farmer died after lighting a match in his shack, just trying to check on his baby. Oh, the, ca- uh, the case of the traveling exploding pants just faded into an historical footnote. Great. But thanks to newspapers and word of mouth, the damage was short-lived. And in just a few short months, farmers went back to the way they've always dealt with weeds. Sheep. Oh, that sounds so much nicer so than much exploding <laughs> pants. <laughs> Nature's original lawnmower. Ah, but, fuck yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah, sheep. So that's the story of the pants. And after the break... An elephant takes up smoking, but it's not what you think. Okay. (laughs) Stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we're doing what brings joy to millions across the globe. We're watching some animal videos. Ah! (laughs) This is the best thing in the world. Yeah. I think we can all unite Mm -hmm. as, as, as humans over... Cute animal videos. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Totally There's agree. There's so many. There's one for everyone. It's great. Yeah. Statistically, that's true. <laughs> it's, it's so true. Be. Yes. At least two. At least two or three. Uh, but we're not on any social media platform. What? We're looking through footage recorded by camera traps set up by Vinay Kumar, assistant director of the Wildlife Conservation Society's India program. All right. Now, the cameras were scattered throughout the Nagarahol. Nagarahol? Let's go with that. Nagarahol National and <laughs> National Park and Tiger Reserve in the state of Karnataka. Ah. Where in the world is all of this? I have uh, no idea. Don't worry, I got you. Everyone, please imagine the great subcontinent of India. Yes. Now point to the very southern tip. Yes. Now move your finger an inch or two northwest. Okay. And voila, you're in Nagarahol National Park. Amazing. There you go. Fun fact, according to the official website, nagarahol.com, the word is derived from naga, meaning snake, and hole refers to streams. Oh, yeah. the snake stream. There you go. Makes me a little nervous, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, good news. There's more than just our amphibian friends here. There uh, always is. <laughs> the park <laughs> is also a sanctuary for the Bengal tiger, Indian leopard, sloth bear, and striped hyena. I am so happy this place exists, and I will probably not go. <laughs> um, I would be happy to fly over it, mm-hmm. though, and wave at yeah. all the beautiful animals <laughs> That's right. That's as we... As we Go to our next destination, which is a populated city. That's right. And cocktails. Yes. So uh, every so often, uh, beautiful Asian elephants are caught on film walking through the forest, grazing, pooping. And for the first time ever, it was revealed they also do this. Oh, my God. Yes. Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you a one-minute long video. Okay. And if you would, please tell us what you see happening. All right. And if any, and if any member of the flock would like to watch, uh, just Google elephant smoking footage 2018, and it should pop right up. I love that there's a specific year this yes, happened. Yes, 2018. That was the year. Okay, so I'm going to pull it up right here, and please tell us what you see. Okay. All right. Okay, so I see an elephant. Oh, my God. Pause. Pause. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. First of all, we're in kind of like the woods. Yeah. Um, in India. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see a beautiful Asian elephant, uh, full size, mm-hmm. uh, adult size. And it opens its mouth and a big puff of smoke comes out. Like it's fucking smoking. Yep. Let's, let's play. And, and I love how it's alone. Doing it's this, alone. Is... And it's like behind a tree, which is such like a smoker thing to do. Like <laughs> this is their time. Yes. I used to be a smoker, not to brag. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of, you're kind of ashamed. You Sometimes you hide. You need some alone time. Unless you're drunk and then you talk to everyone. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's some more footage. Okay. So I don't see a cigarette or anything. I just see, all right, it's kind of twisting its little trunk Trunk. around. Mm -hmm. Its trunk is kind of going through some of the brush on Mm -hmm. the ground. It's putting something in its mouth now with its trunk, and it blows smoke again out of its mouth. Okay, Okay. so it puts something in its mouth, right? And then it blows it out. Yeah. But what is it putting in its mouth? It's doing it again. Yeah, so it does that for about a minute. But yeah, you you nailed it. It's putting something in its mouth and uh, blowing some smoke. Is it dirt? No, it's not dirt. What the fuck is it doing? (laughs) So what is up with this puffing pachyderm? Let's get into it now. God. According to the Smithsonian Mag article, Why This Elephant in India is Blowing Smoke, quote, In the video, the elephant appears to pick up and stuff chunks of charcoal into her mouth before exhaling a plume of what looks like smoke. Oh, my God. In India... The forest department burns fire lines to create fire breaks that help control forest fires, Vinay Kumar said. And this effort leaves behind wood charcoal on the forest floor. Okay, okay, following. I believe the elephant may have been trying to ingest that wood charcoal, WCS elephant biologist Vuran Kazwami said in a statement. She appears to be picking up pieces from the forest floor, blowing away the ash that came along with it, and consuming the rest. End quote. She's she's kind of blowing off the the burnt bits. That's right. She's eating the charcoal. And eating the charcoal. Mm-hmm. Why is she eating the charcoal? That's a great that question. sounds disgusting. <laughs> it sounds. I know. I know there are some benefits. If yeah. People eat it. It like absorbs. <gasps> it absorbs bad things. There you go. You, yeah. It, you nailed it. Yeah. So this wild elephant is seen is seen eating smoldering charcoal, which, like you said, may seem odd at first, but it's actually kind of brilliant behavior. <sighs> Dr. Marissa, what theories are biologists running with to explain why this is happening? I would love to tell you. All right. Quote, according to a press statement from the WCS, researchers aren't sure exactly what the elephant is doing, but it's probably not just fooling around. Charcoal is known for its ability to bind with toxins and works as a laxative. So eating the charcoal may not serve as a sort of wild... Oh, oh, it actually may. So let me start it again. So eating the charcoal may serve as a sort of wildlife medicine for the elephant. Charcoal is readily available in most places after forest fires or lightning strikes. End quote from Smithsonian Mag. So... She's just getting some toxins out. There you go. So Flushing she, out the system. That's right. She needed some help pooping. Which there is, you go. Like you said, she was maybe a little stressed. She's like, I gotta go over here and eat some, uh, take some laxatives. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> right. She just needed a movement, man. That's, that's right. She just needed to move. Yeah. 
That's right. Most likely this, uh, this elephant is doing what we all do, and that's self-medicate. Yeah. But seriously, animals using the environment around them medicinally is actually really, really common. Mm. Scientists even have a word for it. Let's, let's see if I could say it. <clears throat> Zoopharmacognosy. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. I loved Thank it. You. If y'all see this word, it is crazy. <laughs> so, uh, and if you think you've never witnessed it yourself, you probably have, especially if you're around a cat or a dog when they eat grass, for example. Ah. That's an innate behavior to help settle an upset stomach and helps lead to barfing, which is fun. That's fun. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> also fun. Uh, Asian elephants aren't the only ones who know about charcoal's effects. Mm. Red colobus monkeys on the island of Zanzibar, nowhere near these elephants. They're off the east coast of Africa. They also figured out that charcoal counteracts toxic substances in their diets. Oh my god, these, I know. these animals are so amazing yeah. and smart. Yeah. Charcoal actually is just the tip of the self-medicating iceberg. Dr. Marissa... Tell us what other super interesting examples are out there. Oh my God, I would love to tell you. All right, quote, in another study, researchers near Salonga National Park in the Congo witnessed bonobos carefully collecting uh, certain sandpapery leaves and carefully placing them on their tongue, balling them up and then swallowing them whole. It's believed they use the scratchy leaves, which are not a normal part of their diet, as a way of scouring parasites from their system. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, other examples include red and green macaws uh, that eat clay to kill bacteria and aid digestion, spider monkeys that consume leaves that may improve fertility, amazing, lemurs that eat leaves uh, that spur milk production and pregnant elephants in Kenya that munch leaves that may speed up delivery. End quote from Smithsonian Mag. I'm obsessed with all of that. It's pretty incredible. It's Holy so, shit. It's so incredible. Oh yeah. my God. Also super cool. Uh, depending on the species and the behavior, it could be innate or even learned and passed down. I love that it can be learned and passed down. Yeah. One That's so cool. Yeah, one definite example of knowledge being passed down uh, can be found in Mexico City. Uh, house finches there figured out that stuffing nests with nicotine-laced cigarette butts uh, helps deter mites, lice, and other parasites. That's fucking genius. That is fucking genius. A little depressing, but fucking <laughs> yes, genius. I've never met anyone in the world who knew what to do. The cigarette butts. The cigarette butts. They're the most disgusting things in the world. And, and these um, and these birds. Figured it out. Figured it out. Yeah. Amazing. Super neat. But also, don't fucking litter. Jesus. Oh, age. my God. Don't do it, though. <laughs> yeah. don't, not, not all animals know what to do with it. No. And, st and, and they'll figure something else out. Yeah. They sound resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's all do our part so animals can do drugs naturally. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I love... I love animals. I've I always loved animals, but now I love them even more. They're yeah. fucking smart, man. Like, incredible. Yeah. Uh, and we love you. Thank you for listening, subscribing, yes. telling your friends about the smoking elephants and the exploding pants. Yeah. You'll, you'll probably just remember poop at the end of this. I know. At the end of this. <laughs> but uh, what a wonderful thing to remember. <laughs> the best part of the day. It really is. Uh, and please, stay interesting. Please do.